I'm not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Everyone, I want to welcome you to a very special episode of The Shondering. This is a episode in celebration of James Wan's Life. newest movie, his return to horror. It's not in the Conjuring universe, but we decided to make an exception here. Especially... Everyone just turned the podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is Never not canonical. Mind. I don't give a shit. Uh, no. <laughs> Wait, this what episode... constitutes the Conjuring universe, though? Uh, James Wan made Warrens. it. He produced it. Right, but it, it has to do with the case of the Warrens Explorer. Uh, which but, this is decidedly but La, La Llorona are they in that they're not in it but it is a case that they were like nodded to or helped explore I think I don't know okay this didn't actually happen though I think is what the <laughs> correct dividing line this is not based on a, a true story folklore anything of that nature this is just a story written by James Wan and his wife Ingrid B. Sue wondering what if we wrote the coolest fucking thing and the result <laughs> is malignant now available for the next if you're listening to this now it's available for the next week on hbo max sorry we uh, got it in so late but it, it took it took we'll do another push to gather ourselves. when it comes back out absolutely mm-hmm. when it's so you might be listening really to this available. in december or something merry christmas well, catch on the happy flip side yeah <laughs> happy new year um you, this is a year-round movie it's super fun we'll get to it for sure in any case i'm sean your host for the Shondring. uh but this week we did seek out a special guest to make sure we kept in line with the Chandring uh, philosophy. Uh, and we have friend of the show, mod of the Discord, exec <laughs> of the Endysaurus Network, our friend, helper. Terror of the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Terror of the streets. Also Matt. a backwards person. That's true. Hey, I hey, am, spoil, I hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Bleep that. Bleep that. We gotta get to it. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. So I just spoiled the movie in the first. In, in the... <laughs> oh no yeah, no. If you're listening, that that was a spoiler. <laughs> That's <Right>. true. Mal, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Uh, we thanks for are having me. Very happy to have you. Absolutely. Uh, it it just seemed too. It it seemed like it would be a miss if we didn't have something malignant. <laughs> we didn't have you. Your name is in the title. My name's not even in the title. Of the contract. Right we just it just rhymes. We gotta have <laughs> just... we gotta have Brand on to talk about brand new cherry flavor. <laughs> Guess so. <laughs> I like this trend. Yes, more of it. Just know that if your name was anything else, you'd be out of the curb right now. Oh, I know. Um, we would have been doing Will Ignit, and that's not as great. It would I think be it's funny, pretty though. great. <laughs> uh, We're stretch. I'm Will, and if Sean is the the guy at the campfire weaving the yarns, I'm just like a little boy with a lantern in the woods, and I'm just being being real creepy. Maybe I have a dog. Maybe I have a crow. I don't know. <laughs> Like you're native to the woods, or you're just like I don't know. also. I have an office group. You were ostracized I'm in the woods. from the group, like yeah. <laughs> since you're in the woods a, with your lantern. The important thing is I'm in the woods now. Okay, uh, I'm Tyler, and I am the woods. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> Think about that. Sick. <laughs> I would like to say that we we will be talking about the movie. Um, is it is it a spoiler to say there is a turning point in this movie? We're going to be talking yes. about the no. whole movie in we're, detail. Yeah. If you if have you, not seen yeah. the movie, go watch it and then come back and listen, please. But go I'm going to say lignant. we're not going to talk about the turning point until it happens, okay. if, if that's right. okay. Right. That's because you can Fair. listen to the first half of this podcast. Go watch the movie. We're, we're gonna, I, I would like to propose that we try to sell people on it first okay. before. Yeah. 
Um, and then after even, a certain point, we'll lift the lift the lift the gates. Go watch it, even if you hate it. Come back and listen, because uh, <laughs> we might make fun of you a bit, but it's a great fucking movie. Anyways, it's amazing, an amazing movie. It's, uh, but yeah, came out this year, directed and written by James Wan, who is just coming off his Aquaman DCEU venture. I know he's working on the second one now, um, but damn, I was d- just absolutely beside myself. Especially if you listened to the last episode of The Shandering, and we covered, you know, we covered uh, <laughs> The Devil Made Me Do It awful end i hated it it was just like such a such a downer and now juan is back and we have such a great entry to talk about i'm very excited and i think they should have called this movie return of the king i understand that's i understand it's taken but that would have been a better title return of the king (laughs) 2 return of the king 2 lord of the rings return of the king 2 gabriel boogaloo Yes, so there it is. I was looking. I was looking for the breaking connection. Um, to return to King <laughs> Tyler, take us. How does this movie start? Okay, uh, so we start out with uh, kind of a, a very interesting intro. It's 1993, and we enter into the Simeon Research Hospital. Sounds like a monkey hospital. Yes, it, it does. does. It does. Yeah. I was a little disappointed that it wasn't. Yeah, one second, my dog's barking. It's a monkey hospital, a hospital for monkeys, or a hospital by monkeys? <laughs> by monkeys, for monkeys. Of monkeys. Okay. Of monkeys, of monkeys and men. <laughs> That's just our Discord. <laughs> oh, is it? All right, he's back. Sorry. Yeah, so we're at the Simeon Research Hospital, and we get introduced to um, this horrifying creature that is wreaking havoc, tearing through the hospital. Um, fun fact, I actually looked up, uh, uh, some Easter eggs in this film, uh, in the very beginning when they're showing like all of the like title sequence and stuff like that. And they have like all of the like research accoutrement behind it as like, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, setting the scene. It just describes the whole thing. It it describes the entire plot of the film. It shows, you know, what this quote unquote disease is and you know, all of that. And I'm like, damn, if you're really paying close attention, you would have been spoiled for the whole thing. (laughs) Not but to mention the, I wasn't. the name Malignant is a that's pretty... Right. Yeah, that's fair. Well, that could, well, I understand. could be a I think... whole bunch of other things. I mean, mal- that's true. I don't think whatever this crazy thing is, when I hear the word Malignant, I think, um, you know, cancer or something like that. Well, one yeah, of the first you know, lines is, there's this there's this monster behind the curtain, and then, like, in the cheesy... This, this movie is very cheesy. It's okay. like the oh cheesiest God, thing. Yeah. It's cheesy, but it's also, like, there's, there's like, a tightrope of, like... This movie is cheesy and it's taking itself very, very seriously and it's stupid. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, this movie is cheesy and it won't stop being annoying at the fact that it's like Sharknado, where it's like, <laughs> isn't it right? right. You're just like, mm-hmm. but this, I, this, this toes the line very well of like, it's cheesy. It knows it's cheesy, but it's still pretty much playing it straight. Yeah. Um, and then like the, the, the nurse or doctor lady is just like, uh, sexist of me, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. So, I'm here. so sorry. <laughs> She's clearly a doctor. <laughs> One of the male nurses tells her <laughs> there's a monster behind this curtain. And she says, well, we have to cut out the cancer. And so you, you, you know it's a yeah. – the monster is cancerous in nature. Sure. Mm. Sure. We, we get exposed bone count one right off the bat. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of exposed broken bones in this film. <laughs> I wish I had a, a like, Hell a yeah. counter. Um, I think we it hit at least twelve or thirteen by the end of the film. But uh, while this creature is tearing through, uh, you know, all of these doctors and male nurses and whatnot, 
Um, it's pretty brutal. Pretty brutal film. It's definitely a departure from the Conjuring series where it's like, ooh, that ghost spooked me there for a second. It's like, oh my god, that guy got ripped apart. <laughs> this one, Why yeah, am I still watching this? Graphic. <laughs> They show it for a second, and it looks like, like a little animatronic guy. Like I don't, you yeah. really can't get a good look at it, but it looks like the thing from like Basket Case, if it, that <laughs> resonates with anyone. No. Oh yeah, I just watched the trailer for that. It is. Uh, what's uh? Is it Barton Fink? What's the movie that has the the baby? Go ahead. The Eraserhead. That's it. That's what I'm thinking of. Barton Fink. Of... Barton. <laughs> yeah. David David Lynch's Barton Fink. Yes. Sorry, it reminded me of the Eraserhead baby. Very much so. Yes. Uh... Also reminded me of Barton Fink. <laughs> also reminded me of Barton Fink. <laughs> My all-time favorite Simpsons jokes. I, uh, I also Fink. love how they try to take this thing out with an elephant gun. Like, they load an <laughs> elephant gun. With, they with, just trank it. <laughs> elephant tranks. One of the male nurses yells, it's eating the electricity. <laughs> That's true. It is electric type. We, we know that throughout this whole film. Right. Yeah. You gotta use ground against it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Geodude so... could have taken this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> you needed a Doug Trio on your team. Um, <laughs> so we go. A buff one, we go. A really buff one. Yeah, a low one. We get. Uh, we go from this crazy ass intro into the hardest opening for a horror film I have ever seen. Like, what is the soundtrack? Could we talk about the soundtrack for a second of this movie? Oh, absolutely. Bangers. Yeah. It fucking bangers. I mean, the the main one is a cover of "Where Is My Mind" with the Pixies. Yeah, yeah, that was which, also interesting. Which plays a lot. It's a, yeah, it's very uh, good credit, too. Credit to Safari Riot and Grayson Sanders uh, for doing that. It's available everywhere to stream music. It rips. It's a great cover. Mm-hmm. I know "Where Is My Mind" has been covered to death, but one, this is it's very it's surprising to hear in a movie like this um, because it starts playing. You're like, wait a second, is that what? Um, but man, it it just fits well really good song it fits like the song choice in general and then just like the cover of it it's super atmospheric throughout the entire movie absolutely and the uh the score itself is done by uh by uh, joseph bishara who is you know the nun himself yeah it's james <laughs> wan's uh you know go-to for his horror movies joseph bishara did you know the conjuring insidious all those interesting um, he's also the demon in all of those movies he's yeah, the lipstick he's... demon from insidious he's bathsheba he's valak he's he's all of them damn what can't he do? what a range <laughs> he, he's all just he... a he's a weird looking bald guy so you know <laughs> gotta use hey. him. he is yeah. you stick him in he he's is. like he's like doug jones you just stick him in crazy <laughs> makeup and have him go spook people <laughs> yeah that is the dream Good for him so we go from this hard-ass intro which i'm gonna be honest it was a little jarring for me i wasn't expecting that we go from that into uh, introducing the character of Madison. She comes home to a, a New England-style house, which I think if we've watched any of James Wan's films, one thing we can take from it is don't move into a colonial-style New England home. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is just number one, right off the bat, haunted. Um, How could they afford that house? I don't know what she does, but her I, husband is sitting on his but watching boxing, like a boxing yeah. match from 20 years it's ago. UFC. Yeah. It's UFC. She appeared to be a so, nurse of some sort. But you literally never They still have like work. a two-story home. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, um, I watched, just sidebar, I watched this movie with my parents. And my mom, when they first, <laughs> when they showed the house, my mom turns to me and goes, I want a house just like that. And I went, haunted? She was like, no, no, look at all of the wood. And I was like, this is not the takeaway you should be having right now. Haunted wood. Haunted, haunted wood. wood. It was a nice house, though. 
So yeah. by the way, screen, sc- screenwriters out there, if you want to show that someone's a dirtbag, just immediately have him be like watching TV while his wife gets home from work. <laughs> Bonus points if it's a fight, and be like, "Hey, the fight's on." <laughs> like <Yeah. that's... laughs> she gets it. short shorthand for dirtbag. Red flag number one was the fight. Red flag number two through infinity was the rest of that scene. Let's be completely yes. honest. Uh, <laughs> Even hits her. Yeah, uh, he yeah pushes her into a wall so hard that her head creates a freaking dent in the wall. So that would obviously not fantastic. You should reference that to your mother. Yeah, um, I told her it needed to be replaced, and she went, "It was fine, just the way it is." <laughs> <laughs> obviously not, because it awakened something within her. Um, so she gets knocked out. Um, decides to rightfully lock herself in the bedroom for the night. Good, or in the bathroom, actually, um, because the back of her head is bleeding. And um, then this entity comes in and frickin' just, like, we are talking about Pokemon earlier, Hitman tops this guy's head. <laughs> like, oh, it was great. <laughs> it, was, it, was a great it was a great haunting scene. It was, like, once this happened and, like, I think it started with the blender turning on in the room next door. I was like, oh, man, we're in for it. Classic James Wan haunting through the night and it was a great scene it had like the the blender and then it had the fridge door open which looked really cool uh obviously him walking it was a better haunting scene than all of conjuring three that's fair yeah that's fair um and like i said ends with the guy's head getting twisted off which uh ruled it ruled ruled i mean i'm gonna say he didn't deserve it or anything like that that was disturbing yeah the fight was on. He was on his phone and the fight was on. He was wearing flannel Yay. and the fight was on. <laughs> hey, the, the, the big game is tonight. Way. So obviously uh. there's there's a big twist in this film. What did you guys think at this point was going on? I was thinking like classic poltergeist scenario here. I, when the marketing for this movie was misleading enough that like, I thought it was about a woman who just had like a psychic connection to a serial killer. And when Ooh. the movie did not start with any of that and instead did this, I was completely lost for like the mm-hmm. first like half hour, 45 minutes, just like, I don't know what's going on, but I like what's happening. Um, so it was really tough to say. I just figured it was like some kind of like, you know, evil, you know, it's going to say malignant spirit. Um, <laughs> that would develop later on. I didn't think the husband would die that quickly, but it's okay. He's fine. He had it coming. Yeah. He had it coming. I, <laughs> I, I didn't think, I, I didn't watch the trailer for this movie. I just saw the poster and was like, all right, cool, yeah. And uh, I figured that the monster was the tumor they cut out of her head. Oh. I think that's because I was like, oh, this thing, obviously, they cut this thing out of her head. Now she's like psychically linked to it and it's grown into like a monster. Okay. And it's going to be like a tumor monster. Yeah. You know, I mean, to be around. fair, in this first quote unquote haunting, it's just a black blob. It's There's no right. human form to it yeah. or anything yeah. like that. Like, And I think that's pretty much what they wanted you to think for the, for a lot of it. Well, it's in- interesting, interestingly enough, I think it kind of, because she obviously she has these visions throughout the rest of the film. The next vision, it's like this horrible Igor monster. The next vision, it's it's a dude. The next vision, you can kind of see it's her. Like, you could see her silhouette. So it's like every time it appeared, it became more and more her, which I thought was interesting. But in the beginning, it was just an amorphous blob. It was, but you could tell, like, it, I don't know, you could tell, like, it had, like, long hair of some sort. I remember one of my first thoughts when I saw her was, like, Mm. this woman is, A, very bedraggled, and B, like, her wig is just a disaster. Or her hair. Like, (laughs) it's just a disaster. This is a mess. And, like, as the story went on, I was like, 
ah, yes, okay, so I was kind of in the right spot, because clearly there's something else going on uh, mm-hmm. with her skull area <laughs> um, that would make her so, hair all crazy. So, if you're not sold on the movie yet, um, go watch if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it, because I think feel like we're kind of getting to the point where we can't really talk about yeah, <laughs> theories without spoiling it. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, also, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, this is the first time I've ever heard the word bedraggled. Is that what you said? Yes. That was bedraggled. Bedraggled? Oh, that's a bedraggled. 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 I can't read. You're probably right. (laughs) I've never heard that before. I had a whole etymology page set up and prep for this, but now that's going away. I'm looking up bedraggled. (laughs) (laughs) What is looking up bugs going to help us with? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is bedraggled. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I would have, I would have, I would have said bedraggled. Well, the down to bedraggle rock. Now <laughs> come here to teach us about words. Yeah, yeah. we're learning. It's all on a day's work. <laughs> Try. It's on a day's word. So uh, get the hell out of my podcast. Yikes! Let's <laughs> let's Sean's keep podcast. the train rolling. That's true. This is Sean's not podcast. anymore. I'm the boy in the woods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it at the top. I'm, there's no Warren cases for me to like compare this to. So I'm just I'm here to talk about where we got the word malignant mal and how it relates to the name Mallory. Um, I'm a terrible scourge in your life. <laughs> this is true. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, Mal, I don't know where why this became a name. It sucks. <laughs> well, you can say it. Like you can tell us. English of Norman origin, nickname for an unfortunate person from Old French <laughs> malo, meaning unhappy or unlucky. And I swear Jesus. to you, I live that every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I my saw mom, one my it... mom hit the nail right on the head. I mean, thanks. <laughs> I, I saw two things. I saw where it started as a man's name, um, and then it somehow it formed into a more popular. Um, you know, woman's name. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I just remembered that the new M in James Bond, uh, played by Ray Fiennes, is named Mallory. In any case. Um, oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I also, uh, searching this name up, I found a website called badmommy.com, which is much tamer <laughs> oh, than you would think. I, I'm uh, <laughs> well aware of badmommy.com. <laughs> um, but it said that, like, maybe the name indicates, like, a turn of, like, a turn of luck. Once the child is born. So, like, maybe a, not... A Mallory wrote that. <laughs> a Mallory yeah, who was like... feeling really down one day wrote that to feel better, for sure. Maybe um... it's a good thing. <laughs> that was definitely a, a single L-I-E Mallory wrote that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Badmommy.com is a J.J. Abrams site of choice for when it comes to... <laughs> those needs. What happens next? She wakes. She wakes up in the hospital. Says I lived, bitch, and <laughs> um, she does hear some unfortunate news. Um, uh, and uh, we get the introduction of the best character of the entire film. I'm talking about Detective Kakoa Shaw, and you can only refer to him as Detective Kakoa Shaw from here on out. I'm making that rule. Um, I can't call him Detective... K. You can call him K. Okay. That's fine. Thank you. Um, and uh, we get introduced to her sister in a Party City Elsa costume. Uh, something very <laughs> cathartic of, uh, about a, a grown woman in an Elsa costume laying in bed, a uh, hospital bed. Um, yeah, com. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so Detective Kokoa Shaw shows up, introduces himself. Uh, she goes home uh, completely fine and uh, 
returns to the scene of the crime for some reason. It's I don't know what it is with these these people in these movies who keep going back to the haunted house. And uh, she immediately gets haunted again. He comes in through the electricity and uh, opens up her front door. Not once, but twice with her standing right there. And I don't know about you guys, but if my front door opens twice due to a ghost, I'm walking out it. I'm not staying oh, yeah. inside. <laughs> you must be seeing me out. I'll just go. You're right. Up I'm sorry. This is your house. This is your house. My bad. I'm leaving. Yeah, it's, it's the ghost's house now. Um, she comes back with a gun and cocks it. House is haunted. <laughs> oh, and the best character is, of course... Um, the the uh the single detective the, the, the forensics girl okay yes. so this <laughs> yes. is what i wanted to bring up uh, her character's name is cst winnie she is played by ingrid b sue right the writer of the movie as well as wife of james wan really i had no idea i was going through the cast list i was like wait a second ingrid b sue yeah she plays like the horny cop that's just like no she's not a horny cop she is. She, she is was a, a thirsty cop. Yeah, because they. Oh, like, she's she's a love it. a love sick cop. Yeah, yeah. I think she has or a crunch. She has a crush. Like she's not. She's but not like she's, training like, herself like, over Kakoa. Like hello, Kakoa Shaw. Like, there's only there two are, lines about her, and one of them is like, "Officer Lovesick over here is investing the case." Yeah, and then like later on, they're like, "We're looking for the guy who did this." She's like, "Aren't we all?" And that's the only two lines she has in the movie. I love it. I love it. Her only character trait is that she's sad. I think it's very funny that she cast herself in this role, but like having like blood splattered against the wall, a head caved in and just like awful things. And your first like move is to go like, I need a date tonight. And like just flirting with the lead detective is such a powerful move. But she sees that every day. She's just at work. Yeah. Like that's a Tuesday. Yes. But there's still like, I don't know. I'm not going to deny this. This this powerful sad cop, <laughs> crime scene investigator, what the heart wants. <laughs> she's practically a lifetime movie. Come on. Yeah, it's very. She's... At Christmas time, come Christmas time. Oh yeah. Malignant two. When she goes back to her Coming hometown. Coming this winter, twenty twenty one winter, Malignant two. She is way taller than James Wan. <laughs> really. Good for them. <laughs> this is it's. You know, we'll talk about Mike Flanagan at another point, I'm sure, but this is like a similar case of where, you know, the director's wife is involved with production, but also in it as just this, like, hot character that the main, you know, is just... You're showing off. The token hot <laughs> character, exactly. So, uh... Shout out to crime scene technician Winnie. Yeah. Is that what CST stands for? Wow. I think so. The more you know. Central Standard Time. Oh, that's right. That's right. Unless she's always late. Creepy, sexy, thirsty. Is that going to be the next new podcast? (laughs) No. (laughs) But you can stream Creepy, Sexy, Thirsty on badmommy.com right now. (laughs) First month is free promo code Chandring. (laughs) So uh, we move on to her, the biggest jump scare in the entire film which Madison is like boarding up plywood around her house because that deters ghosts for some reason. And <laughs> she just turns around and her sister is standing in the window. And I literally jumped. Oh, yeah. If I had popcorn, it would have been everywhere. It was like the biggest jump scare. <laughs> that guy again. Like, oh. <laughs> um, and they get to talking and plot point revealed. She says she's adopted. Um, at that point, I'm like, whoa, is she the creepy creature from the beginning? I don't know. 
Uh, that's, but that's the, the first most dramatic of... this movie ever. Gets. I would like to know what it is about someone being adopted that would make them the creepy killer murderer, the ghost. Like, <laughs> yeah, Tyler. Most adopted people are. I'm dating adoption? an adopted person. Ignore my casual sexism earlier. Let's unpack this. <laughs> I only thought that because I she I thought she was adopted from this hospital or something like that. Okay, okay. Her, that her, that her, was my reason. Her line about I've always wanted a blood connection with someone could be read as like I am a bloodthirsty killer. Like That's yeah. true. It was very also like that that scene was incredible. Like the, yes. the girl who plays her sister played it so well and she she's teary eyed, covers her mouth while Where is my mind blares. It was so good. <laughs> Isn't that Can't how you guys that. listen to Where's My Mind? Because that's how I listen to that song. Just full on <laughs> L- loud from a drone revealing a, a, a life secret to me and then I, I sit there and I think about it while Pixies plays. <laughs> I got the results of the test back. I definitely have breast cancer. <gasps> started it man you, someone like says you met me at a very strange time in my life and then it starts playing that's that's how that's the rule well you sounded like the world's saddest ambulance like <laughs> <laughs> that's what will means to the etymology <laughs> from the old german <laughs> sad ambulance <laughs> um the so way ambulance move... sorry no that that was a good interruption uh <laughs> then we move we move on to uh, the best fun fact of the entire film, where we learn that the entire uh, city of Seattle is built on top of old Seattle. Oh which yeah! Is the I've it's like Yarnum. <laughs> my dad, like, I had to pause the movie and go back several minutes because my dad went on this tangent about, well, you know, <laughs> across the country, all of these cities are built on top of old cities. If you think about it, underneath the blah da da. And my mom and I were like. What are you fucking talking about? Can we watch the <laughs> Seattle tour? Please? <laughs> that's that's great, man. Dad's that dad's rule, man. That's fantastic. <laughs> I would absolutely pull that shit. And it's true. You can go like I think they would shot that on set of like an underground Seattle tour. Oh yeah. And you you know that tour started at Fraser's apartment. <laughs> Mercy. Mercy. <laughs> so we get we get, I guess, the tail end of a ghost tour in uh, old Seattle, and um, fucking Igor drops down from the ceiling or comes out of the darkness <laughs> and kidnaps this poor woman. Um, I I didn't get what the hell was going on, but I was like, God damn! Yeah, we're still got business, in like, obviously. A nebulous period of like something's happening. Yeah, I'm not sure she's, what. she's just like unplugging like a whole bunch of extension cords. Like, okay, gotta pack it up, gotta go home. Charlie's lights off, and then there's a noise. She scrambles to turn one back on. She's a ghost to her. She's not security. That's not part of her job. She could have just left. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I would have left. Um, this is morning shift's problem. This is not my problem. Who pays the power in ghost tour city Seattle? Like what is? It all gets billed to old Seattle. Yeah. They're in collections right now. She gets kidnapped and, and tied up to a wall. Badmommy.com. <laughs> I mean, if yep, you think about uh, it, the whole movie really just is. Yep. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, then we begin the first of three crazy-ass acid trip scenes uh, mm, yeah. where the the house melts around uh, Madison as she Ooh. witnesses uh, the first murder. Uh, she's in this, this uh, what, what was her name? Doctor... Weaver. Dr. Weaver. So she's Doctor. in Dr. She thinks she's in her own house. 
and then all of a sudden she looks through the lawn like the the laundry machine's like glass door and sees this woman shouting why are you in my house uh then she gets frozen and she watches igor come in and fucking kill her um it was brutal then he takes her lifetime achievement award and is like i'll take this <laughs> this Turns it was into the, the sickest dagger. You don't need this anymore. This, the best, like, murder, like, signature weapon just fabrication ever in a horror movie. Like, sure, Freddy has his claws, Jason Machete, but Igor, as we're calling him now, has this <laughs> life. His name is Gabriel, award. canonically. They've already said <laughs> know, his name is Gabriel. I, we <laughs> haven't gotten to the Gabriel reveal yet. No, no, uh, they've said his name's Gabriel. <laughs> oh, they have? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not in, yet. in the beginning. Oh, in the yeah, opening, the they call him. You can assume it's the same monster. Like I don't know, we haven't said the mechanics. <laughs> Unrelated. It, this is a second. It's a, a second, second monster <laughs> that talks through the radio. <laughs> First, you got. It's Rush heavily Limbaugh, implied this gentleman's name is Gabriel. Gabriel. <laughs> but you get, what, you get what I'm saying. This. I know. I don't. Like an Igor. Right. I just. I just guess remember Rush Limbaugh him died now. again, and I had a rush of endorphins. Yeah, Igor takes the Lifetime Achievement Award back to his, his Grinch lab and makes it into a knife on a belt sander. <laughs> Fucking sick, man. And just like the, like the montage of like it sharpening out and like turning into this like, oh man. Some of you aren't picturing him in the tool area of Home Depot comparing the Husqvarna <laughs> to the Milwaukee belt sander. Just like, which of these <laughs> uses less wattage? <laughs> is this enough which cash? Which is best? Which is best for turning a trophy into a knife? I like this. They do set that up because they do pan across a doctor's like office space in her house uh, as she's going through yeah, files I mean, and stuff. And like the first time you see that excellence award, you're like, hmm, mm-hmm. That's pretty. Short. I love the, Gotta come back in a big knife, way. The knife says excellence on it. I think all serial killer weapons should, should have say like, excellence. An affirmation <laughs> scrawled into it. Beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> what, a, what a treat, truly. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to uh, K, or Detective Kakoa Shaw, uh, at this Gotham Ass Police Department. I don't know if you guys like, watch this. Like, where the hell is this? Um, the ceiling's way too high. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a giant like bathroom with all the tile. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, burning the, they're burning the midnight oil. And we get introduced to the best character of the whole film that's never introduced ever again. Um, fucking Bosco. Yeah. Is that the drawing guy? The artist. Yeah. Yeah, he's the artist, yeah. Bosco. He does a perfect, a perfect pencil portrait of um, of Gabriel, uh, which I think is the most hilarious thing. Um, and what happens next? Uh, oh, then we get the most interesting... Um, jump scary well you'd think jump scary part of the movie when uh, we have the um, vision of the Dr. Fields murder uh, the Rush Limbaugh type that uh, Sean was referencing earlier <laughs> um, that was a masterful scene if I can which, say it was. which one was that? he That's gets out the guy a bed silver, he, cup. silver cup he walks into his closet and, oh yes, yeah, yes 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 and then he walks to his windowsill and then it's under his bed and then nothing happens, which was yes. honestly masterful. I was sitting just waiting for the jump scare to happen. It never came. So great. I love those those shots where someone's like pacing back and forth between a room and you're just like, 
one of these trips, there's gonna be someone there when they come back. Because like you, they've they've made the trip like fuck. He's putting clothes away. Like he goes yeah. to his closet, he comes back out. He goes to his closet, he comes back out. He goes to his closet, and you're like, when he comes back out, there's gonna be a monster. And there wasn't. There's right. uh, a puddle of water. He goes and he cleans it up, and you're like, is he gonna be in the closet this time? No. <laughs> James Wan, this you son of a bitch. Whole movie just <laughs> plays with expectations so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and sp- I wanted. To, I don't know if we've passed it yet. Um, but the sequence, I believe, when Madison's being, like, haunted in her house alone for the first time, of where she's, like, walking up the stairs, and the camera follows her with, like, with the, the house is completely shot. roofless, and the aerial shot of her just, like, walking through the house. Like, it needs to be said, this is James Wan's best-looking movie. He has oh, yeah. everything you love about his, like, way of, like, everything you love about his vision and just, like, cinematography and the way he composes a shot or a scene is on full display here. And it's just such a, tr- it's, I keep saying it, it's such a treat. It's, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I was or just absolutely delighted by that aerial shot. Yes. I called it the, the Metal Gear Solid camera in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the top, the top down stealth game. Dun, 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 We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Okay. So, uh, at this point, Madison, for some reason, decides to go to the cops. Um, never go they're to the help. cops. Folks. They're going to help. They're going to help. Find a ghost. <laughs> so she goes to the cops and she's like you're not going to believe me but I foresaw a vision of this man getting murdered and I could tell you where you'll find the body and the cops are like okay and they go and find the body they didn't, they didn't get a warrant I will say uh, they broke into this condo and uh, found the body and at this point they're like okay this woman thumbs she's, up yeah thumbs up thumbs she's up. obviously the murderer Scooby Doo mask. Exactly. So while this is happening, um, is this the point where Detective Koa he kind of puts everything together and he's like, "Oh my gosh, these are all doctors at this hospital that Madison was at," and he's like, "Oh my gosh, I have to find this third doctor." And he goes to find the third doctor, and he's dead in the bathtub. Fucking Igor's still there, and it's the first. Oh uh, yeah, Detective Kakoa Shaw versus Igor fight. Honestly, the best fight. <laughs> uh, better than a lot of like Marvel fights. If I'm going to be completely honest, <laughs> he chases he chases Gabriel through the underground Seattle and gets in this fight <laughs> in in underground Seattle carriage room or something like that. And then uh, yeah, there's is... like a room of spooky old hearses. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I I do feel bad because I did watch it. Like I keep I'm going to keep bringing up my parents and their ridiculousness, but my dad just. <laughs> Just pause. He paused the movie and went, you know, they wouldn't really keep them under there because those are worth thousands upon thousands of dollars. <laughs> this is an unrealistic area for a fight. And I was like, who oh, is it? In a scary movie? <laughs> <laughs> He's chasing Igor in the sewers. And you're going to stop to talk about the carriage prices? Are you kidding me? I love it. I absolutely love that. Uh, I was just going to say the scene where Detective Kakoa Shaw realizes the connection between you know, the doctors at the Simeon hospital and uh, Madison is the best line delivery in the whole movie where he just goes, ah, oh, hell, she was one of the patients. <laughs> yeah, because they, they, um, they have Dr. Weaver's um, patient logs and there are photos in them. And yeah. he asks Bosco to age one up 30 years. And it looks, and it's lo and behold, exact just like Madison. portrait. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can you, age, can you age this lady up? And then... Uh, He's like, oh, you're in the lady you had in here earlier? Is that why you're like, you talking about? Hard, right? Huh? Yes. <laughs> so he's, he's put it together that 
Uh, now three doctors from the hospital this lady girl was adopted from have all been killed. And so they go to her house and confront her. And lo and behold, the... Um, you probably forgot about her. The the ghost tour host. Uh, oh, yeah. After, from the, after the, from the adult ghost tour. The ghostess. Yeah, the yeah. ghostess. Uh, she uses the excellence knife to cut her ropes out. <laughs> then she falls through the ceiling uh, of... I guess that was a four-story house because she <laughs> fell very far. <laughs> they do it's a big yeah, house. But it's, a, it's a massive house with that big fan that and, we never see from the outside. In the attic. And you fl- so that's the reveal that, like, yeah, the, the lady who was tied up was actually above Madison's bedroom the whole time, which is very scary when you think about it. Like, oh, yeah. there could be somebody tied up in the in my attic right now. I, I would know because I go up there every day. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which is why I like a, that scene a less of the, person. like in retrospect that scene of her running around the house and she's going up the stairs and down the hallway and going up the floors because you then you think you've seen the entire house because she does not keep yeah. going up. And you There's a clock tower it. above him <laughs> <laughs> with an airplane engine propeller. <laughs> Got to keep it cool, old and house. A lot of cobwebs and an excellent knife. <laughs> it's a haunted house. I'm sorry for laughing, but her falling through the roof was probably the funniest part of this film. Because oh, yeah. she cuts herself down, and I'm like, girl, this is like, I mean, you gotta run. Like, this is make or break. Igor's coming back. And she starts to run and then falls. <laughs> it's the most jarring she, she felt like Gibby and I, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to Brazil. <laughs> the, the fact that she she fell what looked like six to eight hundred feet. <laughs> You were not alone. There are lots of people on Twitter who were like, I laughed out loud so hard when she fell. She fell from above An impossible height. (laughs) She fell from the space needle. (laughs) And lived. She's the second I lived bitch of this film. The new Seattle Um, had her. So so they got her dead to rights. Not only are there three people who she's connected to who are dead, but the murder weapon is in her home and a kidnapped lady. And (laughs) this happens right after she gets hypnotized, right? Yeah, the psychic, yeah. the psychic, psychic hypnotist that incepts her, like it was like the craziest. <laughs> like that's not how hypnotism works. Uh, basically, she was like, "Ooga booga, you're hypnotized," and she fell into a like a deep sleep and um, recounted this. Uh, at this point, it's an imaginary friend that uh, that she had, um, and then she started wailing, and all it took was the psychic who phoned in her performance, probably the least impressive actress in this whole film. Uh, she's like, oh, I just need to tap her on the forehead. And she comes out of it. She totally goes, wake up! She thumps her. Either the uh, worst hypnotist or the best. Because I mean, she didn't come right simply. back. Exactly. Yeah. Some people have the touch. This, yeah. I guess. The hypnotism touch. Like a drowsy so she Pokemon. To... <laughs> <laughs> she goes to jail. And I don't know why, but the mom has not been in the loop of any of this. <laughs> no. uh, I don't know if the adopted they... adopted mom, yeah. adopted mom, yeah. the the sister's real mom. I don't know why that she wasn't be like, "Hey, your adopted daughter, her husband was murdered, and she's in the hospital." And right. but but she goes to uh, the house and's like, "Hey, my sister, your adopted daughter, Madison." Uh, she didn't introduce her like that, but she said. Uh, <laughs> She was got hypnotized. Was talking about Gabriel. Who was Gabriel? And the mom shows her like a really creepy video. So yeah. she got some, cre- some creepy home movies of her. Oh yeah, M- Mrs. Torrancing to herself <laughs> on like a yeah. on like a speaking spell to Gabriel. It was, it was her ninth birthday and Christmas on one VHS. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
And she's like and, talking and also, to Gabriel throughout it, throughout her birthday, and throughout the Christmas. Yeah, why really record creepy. that? If I was like, yeah. if I was recording my child, it's like happy birthday, and then she starts like saying, "You're not my real family." It's like, okay, I'm turning this off. <laughs> have <to> talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not gonna keep recording you talking to some crazy thing through a uh, phone, but plot, but, I guess. But this sets up. My favorite wild goose chase in movies because the mom's like, here's where we adopted her. She drives, I assume, to be a pretty reasonable distance because it's the same day when she gets there. And there's this big, like, Arkham Asylum hospital on the coast. She drives Ooh, yeah. to Evil Island and it's on the top of <laughs> it's like half an hour away. In the Pacific. And she's on the phone with the adoption like. agency or something like that. That's where Madison yeah, was adopted she... through. And they're like, I don't know. The, the building's been closed. Maybe it's still there. I don't know. It's it's terrifying, and there's no way it's not on every single TV show <laughs> filming location. <laughs> I she think that giant uh, mental institution on top of Mount Doom is still open. <laughs> <laughs> so she she goes in, and you're like, oh, there's going to be some creepy crap in this hospital. Yeah. And she just gets the files and leaves. <laughs> it's the yeah. files. She watches the VHS, and then the VHS. My God. That is some. That was the. I had to look away because that was when. Did she watch it revealed. at the hospital, or did she, she watch it at the hospital? Why would she do that? Oh, she's I think no, she, no, she it takes it with her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she takes it home and watch it with her mom. Yeah, yeah, she's oh, not gonna find right. a VHS just... player in, in Mount Doom. <laughs> no, but it did she say walks into the creepy hospital. I'm oh, sorry, Sean, Sorry. Yeah, she goes. Ah, oh, it's like ah, oh, the files are in the basement. And she grabs them just fine because I mean, Gabriel wouldn't be anywhere else. Yeah, it doesn't make any narratively. It makes total sense. The hospital would just be empty, but like, it does say "Welcome to Hell" in a very cool font on the wall. <laughs> uh, so I guess last call for spoilers because we're about to watch the creepy VHS <laughs> yeah, she just takes it back home to her mom like okay yeah we're gonna see what was up with Madison before uh, before you adopted her I guess <laughs> and Gabriel is is Geodude attached to the back of her head <laughs> that's the reveal what a great reveal man like going oh, from like amazing. The scene was like, okay, Madison's in jail, and we will have to, we'll talk about this jail scene in detail soon, but just, like, <laughs> Madison's in jail with, like, the village people equivalent of, like, <laughs> women <is>. criminals. <laughs> of, like, every kind of, like, stereotypical bad woman you can think of <laughs> is in there. <laughs> there's so a baseball good. player, and there's a construction worker, and there's a cop for some reason. Uh, there's the one in and <laughs> Yeah, and... one's peeing. <laughs> so like, sorry, what... yeah, what is just like a princess? And so like, they start talking to her, just like, oh, did you forget to recycle? Which is a very funny burn. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and then you just go back to like the si- Madison sister and her mom of just like watching the video of like watching the Madison worst thing they've ever now. seen in their life. Emily is how we know her now. Um, and like the the way that these reveals just like work it was just that's when the movie went from like bafflingly good to just like undeniably great for me was when they like move the camera around they await gabriel and he starts moving off the back of her head and then you're like oh shit that's where we've been this whole time he's like he like doggy paddles off of her shoulder blades like (laughs) is what it looks like and he's like, he shares like the same like like back ribs and like spine with her. It's such 
a good it, design. It was a great reveal because it was writing on the back of of her being interviewed by literally, Dr. Yes. and she was like, "Oh, does we've 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 given her the medicine, so he's calmed down. Does he tell you bad things?" And I'm thinking, okay, this is maybe some sort of multiple personality thing going on. Yeah, uh, no the spirit Geo of the consumed brother, and then it's like, whoa. <laughs> um, then they show that surgery in great detail. I had to cover my eyes. That was that was that was too awesome. scary for me. Time to cut the surgery. The, the cancer is simultaneously the most precise and the sloppiest a surgeon has ever done work because yeah. they remove they remove a mutant <laughs> feral twin thing with excellent precision and they get to the brain and they're like we can't cut this part out just shove it in <laughs> just, just and there's a, a shot of them just like like, like you're trying to like close the hatch of a car, just like. Just like <laughs> it was very like, oh crap! I brought too small of a bag on my trip, and now all the stuff I bought here does not fit in it. Let's just push like, it in. Someone sit on this very... for me so I can zip it shut. Like, there's a and... shot of a surgeon just like hopping up and down on the side of her head trying to get it shut. <laughs> we got it down here. Um... Bungee cords. Bungee cords. So like and then like the the shot of them shoving what's left of Gabriel into her skull is is immediately followed by Gabriel popping out the back of her skull because oh. that's <laughs> what is she a put delight. her head on the what? back she put her hands on the back of her head and I was like no no don't and she did she fucking did <gasps> she goes, just like all she's these she's all the, beat oh. the fuck up by all of these women in the jail cell with her and she just goes sicko mode she stands up and her I was eyes go back in her head oh and she just starts God. ripping her skull apart and people are like what uh, the fuck is she doing it's it was like a, a, a sick can sound of everybody going oh you need to leave it was it was the the scene in lilo and stitch where stitch corners all the other dogs <laughs> into the corner of the kennel because <laughs> he starts losing more arms out of her body, <laughs> and, and she's just like, "Oh my god, what a great!" I was just absolutely beside myself. And the one meanest uh, prisoner uh, just shouts, "What the fuck!" And <laughs> <laughs> just the best delivery, and then. <laughs> Oh my god, Gabriel goes to town. Yeah, that it, was ex- exposed bones it, it, two through seven in a 30 <laughs> second time span. The rest of this movie was just, just a blur because it's just all hype from this point on. You're just like hopping up and down and just hooting and hollering at just some incredible action, like great stunts. Yeah. This movie would have gone from a 9 to a 10 if Gabriel's reveal would have been set to sicko mode. <laughs> like that's, that's... <laughs> it's worth noting, it's these are all like practical effects apart from like obviously, you know, the actress didn't have uh, what was it? Annabelle Wallace she... doesn't have a, a living tumor in the back of her skull. Have you seen like, the back of her skull? That we like, know practical of. Practical effects? That Did we she know do... of. She hyperextended her limbs? The, Every... they, just... they had a... Gabriel was played by a contortionist. That rules. Nah, that so they were sense. able to do all that. Um, wow. It, so, it's yeah. just... Igor is just her walking backwards, I guess, is if, you're, if you're not going to watch... If you're just yeah, if you're, tuning in to if us. you don't want to watch <laughs> yeah. an hour and 51 minutes of this. It's a should. living tumor on the back of her head that looks like Sebulba. <laughs> and then... It looks like Hetero. If Hetero had arms <laughs> yeah. and was made of flesh instead of, like, smog... Yeah. It's awful. It's amazing. Hetero has a movie made me feel more stupid because it seems like of course this is what's going to happen 
And even like Peyton clocked it while we were watching. I think it was like a third, second or third murder of like, oh, like her limb, like the limbs are backwards. Like on the bed, they're yeah. holding the knife wrong. Yeah, on the bed. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Well, they mentioned the, that after the first one. The first one they mentioned yeah. the hands were backwards, like the person was upside down. And I'm like, that's interesting. They said, okay. Like, they said the handprints on his neck. They would have had to been on the ceiling because they're backwards. Oh. They would have had to have grasped him like didn't even this. block it. It just went. Well, here's, Here's the thing. This was obviously her the whole time. Uh, she would wake up and she'd be like, oh, the back of my head's bleeding. That's weird. Why did she wake up and be like, my elbows and kneecaps are broken? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, it just, Gabriel could just bend that way, man. Awesome. But that's like, that's, the, that's the, like the brilliance of the movie of just like Gabriel just like puts her places and makes her think like she's somewhere where yeah. she's not. And so like yeah. all of the like really cool fucking scenes of like the house like melting and like descending upon Madison are just like her like sort of seeing what Gabriel or seeing what Gabriel's doing is mm -hmm. that the con like to present the concept of the movie of like this woman is psychically psychically linked to a serial killer and no like, have that as the marketing <laughs> and it's just and they reveal that later on is just brilliant man rules I was so excited rules her flashing I've never in had... and out of like what I'm seeing and what Gabriel wants me to see it's it rules yeah I've never had brain surgery, but I imagine the skull probably feels pretty tender after being put back into place. So <laughs> the fact that on a nightly basis, hers was being ripped open and then Which, crammed back together. That was like my one thing. I'm like, she went to the hospital after she, obviously after she was attacked. Um, right. Because, and she did miscarry because she was pregnant at the beginning of this movie. But like, yeah. so they would have done a full exam of her and they did not notice that like her skull was a little fucked up on the back. Like... And like, really? <laughs> her husband threw her into a wall. Yeah. <laughs> I would have, I would have like looked, looked there. Fumble in the head. And like, oh, oh, your skull is missing. <laughs> the, the, the Marianas trench is in the back of your head. What else is in there? And, like, <laughs> there's a there's a little guy back here. <laughs> you're being, you're, you're a, a a flesh mecca for this little creature in your brain. You got yeah. Lord Voldemorted. <laughs> and then she, Gabriel slash Madison proceeds to do the Nightcrawler White House fight from X2 <laughs> on on this poor overly funded police station in the biggest building in Seattle. Oh, yeah. so cool. An incredibly cool. choreographed fight scene. Like, Gabriel breaks out, grabs his murder weapon, and just like, it was so the, good. Please, the excellence knife. <laughs> the excellence <laughs> knife. I just, I just love how while Gabriel was walking out, he turned around, picked up a chair... <laughs> And from maybe 150 feet, just, like, alley-ooped it into Detective Kokoa's shot, shattering his arm. He won free basketball tickets for a year with that shot. Like, he, <laughs> it ricocheted off the two of those detectives into the door, and it, like, it just brained the both of them. It was amazing. Everybody got a free taco at Moe's the next day. <laughs> I Someone think, donated uh, to the charity of Gabriel's Choice after he made that shot. <laughs> You want a free Chevy Equinox. Um, <laughs> do they explain think... why Gabriel's super strong? No. Sicko mode. Why Madison isn't ripping the ripping the doors off of hinges if Gabriel can casually throw a chair. Because she doesn't realize that do that. It, it, she does. It's like a soul-searching movie. It is a very feel-good, warm movie. because it's a building's Roman. <laughs> because then she realizes Billionaire mindset. the strength was in me the whole time. And it's very uplifting. I think it's powerful. Girl boss I'm, all around. I'm surprised you guys didn't follow that this movie followed the exact same plot of Karate Kid. Um, <laughs> Weak little boy. Same thing. <laughs> Get stronger. Sweep the leg. 
takes over someone's Unfortun- body. <laughs> Unfortunately for, uh, you know, those of us hoping for a sequel, I do think that crime scene technician Winnie uh, bites it in this scene. If I remember. No! She lives. She, she lives. lives. She lives? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She crawls out at the end and is like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, and that's I lived. When, yeah, yeah, she does a very Hank Hill, whoa, like, crawls out. Oh, yeah, Police department. She does. Excellent. Okay, good. And then uh, the saddest death of the whole film is this poor old security guard who poses no threat to Gabriel. Poses no threat. And Gabriel, <laughs> I, I wrote hashtag pop goes the pacemaker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it looked like he got shot with a paintball gun at like point blank range. Oh, I mean, we, we very glazed over the part that the, the old Seattle tour lady who fell 300 feet. That's Gabriel's mom. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Gabriel's over. mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We do see That's the reason interviews with her. A random old lady's been here. Mm-hmm. Well, Gabriel's going to kill her, and yeah. uh, he she has this this very old security guard who's who who couldn't stop any of us from going into that room <laughs> if we wanted to. Let's be completely honest. Uh, nevertheless, a a giant um, you know monster. Uh, backwards lady. Backwards, backwards lady. lady. He gets he gets exploded. Because um, Gabriel can still Gabriel's still Thor God of Thunder for some yeah, reason. <laughs> he just goes for like, unexplained He just goes, My pacemaker because Sydney's there and she's like, Please let me yeah. in. I need to talk to I need to talk to Maddie's mom. No, sorry. Oh no, my pacemaker is burning. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Shot through the heart, well, murder blame. <laughs> There's there's a in a lesser movie I would have complained about a lot of these like why is he super strong and why can he control electricity and why can he talk through radio waves. This one I was like yeah of course he can he's, he's a little weird yeah, guy in the back of her head. He's a horrible little asshole of course he can. I want him to do more. I also like towards this part I think it's during the scene he has like a talk with Madison where he was like while you were going to school and living a life I was learning. I was studying the blade. <laughs> Blade-shaped trophies. The ex- I was studying the excellence knife. <laughs> Teleports behind you, literally. How's this for a so, participation trophy? Excellence knife to the gut. Nothing personnel, Madison. <laughs> I could be your angle or your devil. Yeah, Gabriel is a mall ninja. Let's let's. <laughs> we we didn't talk about this, but when Gabriel had the full on conversation with Madison over the phone in the in the police bathroom, he sounded like he wore Echo Unlimited. Like he sounded like a juggalo. Um, he was from Fort Myers. Well, he hung up by <laughs> he hung up by saying "whoop whoop," which is a dead giveaway. Um, Keep it twisted, yeah. Madison. <laughs> End of the film. End of the film. He goes. He gets into the the hospital room. Um, he could. I think the the stepsister was one more. Can you please away from like getting <laughs> in? This poor man had to die. Um, so he gets in there, crushes the sister with the with the giant hospital bed, and then Madison gets the mental fortitude to take her body back. Yeah, she leveled um, up. No. After a while. No. That's not what happens. Yeah. Right. He he crushes the sister and kills the mom. And you're like, yeah. oh shoot! And she's like, ha, I got you. And she she was doing the same brain trick that he was doing on her yeah. earlier. Yeah, he, he, yeah. She mind tricks him back. Right. She doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't like kill the sister. Like he he he. She makes him hallucinate that he killed the sister and the mom. Right. And really, she she used his old tricks against him and put him back in the mind prison. Oh, yeah. snap! Foiled again. Silly Gabriel. He did say, Gabe said he'll be back, 
and Madison said, I'll be ready. So I think we might be getting a sequel. And she here. puts him in the sure mind prison. Fucking... The the Persona 5 mind yeah. prison. Yeah. Ruled. Yeah. I, Madison, you're in the hospital. Go get the lobotomy right now. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Run downstairs. Say there's a super villain Geodude in my brain. Just That's enough Have to get 11. one. Have an 11-year-old British boy touch the back of your head. I've seen it in another movie once. It totally works. <laughs> You'll dissolve, but it'll get rid of him. Uh, I just found something. Fantastic. I've got great news for everyone. So the voice of Malignant is uh, done by Ray Chase. Does this sound familiar to anyone? He's Joker, right? No. He is uh, most notably and very similarly uh, Ryuman Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, yes. So he plays. Yeah. uh, He's also uh, Tenken Utsui. Truly. (laughs) Uh, yeah, he's also in Pokemon. Um, As a Geodude. What does he play? <laughs> I see Professor Cerise and Dreadnought. Wow. As well as, well as uh, additional is. voices. Um, but I, I, just, I was just delighted to see. It's like, oh, he plays another demon who shares a body. <laughs> that is excellent. He's also, uh, he's, he's Jendo in the Netflix redub of Evangelion. Wow. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. He's in a lot of stuff. He's Roswell from ReZero. He went, Jesus. I, he was in a, I should listen to more one, dubs, like a, huh? Watch more dubs. He's had a couple games. That's pretty great. Um, but yeah, the uh, the the he's slight Noctis. tease at the he's end. What? One. He's uh, he's Noctis. He's also L from Xenoblade X. Oh, okay. Now I know. Okay, <laughs> yes. Wow. That that character rules, by the way. Around. Any character named L, but especially Xenoblade X L. good for it's get him on the show. Friend of the show, about, honestly. Friend yeah. of the show, Ray Chase. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the end of the movie is in Death Stranding, Persona 5 Royal. Uh, but um, the end of the movie of just like kind of teasing Gabriel's return at some point just got me all kinds of hype because I, I really hope that the not universal praise around this movie, but like the cult following this movie has already developed and I hope will flourish through the years. We'll get James Wan back on it after he directs the next hour. Yeah. Well, I will Here's say where I'm torn. It didn't make its money back. It's still 10 mil under uh, at the time of recording. Who wants to rob a bank with me? It deserves it. <laughs> here's here's the problem, though. Um, Malignant, I think a lot of the fun was from that big, stupid, rip the back of your head open scene. Yeah, and that's true. They would, need the, they would need to somehow do that again. And I think but Malignant 2, going so, into it... Yeah, this is the thing, Will, is that, like... Now you have like a malignant tumor sentient being that's superhuman fighting against its twin sister. I but think I know what it is. Very then. fun. Co- yeah, you know but what it's... it is. But I think yeah. that's the thing is that like the fun of malignant, yes, is in that like jail cell scene where Gabriel finally reveals himself. <laughs> but the the second place fun it takes place in just like them fighting for control and like Gabriel like, just like ripping shit. Yeah, I think a second movie. Would be great. Would I don't know what could happen, but hopefully, you know, uh, Ingrid and James get on it and they like have some fun idea for a second one. Yeah, because it wouldn't have to be like him going out and being murderous again necessarily, and like her trying to stop him from that. It would just have to be like the just the the general fight for control because she's now regained control it, of her full so brain. Venom? Yeah. It could be a slice of like life. Venom. It could be. And that's a, that's... It could be the Madison Isekai that we've always wanted Gabriel to have. Like, <laughs> well, help, I've woken up that's... as my living twin sister. Like, that's that could be the second one. 
But yeah, like, Madison Mal a brought mech? up. I was Mal brought up another good point in that. Not gonna forgive murder here, but Gabriel had a pretty short list. Like he had gone through most of it. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's he was done. done. Like yeah, you could have just like let him be. I mean, there was the sister and the mother that had survived, and I think he was probably just gonna end Madison, but. He got most of his targets. What else was he going to do? He man? wouldn't end Madison, though, because that would end his total, like, bodily functioning control. So he would just take over yeah, her. That needs her to live. And then she, is Madison a mech? Madison is 100%. Yeah. She's 100% going to prison, guys. Like, <laughs> no, this isn't going to hold up in a court of law. That is <laughs> no true. We've seen what happens this. in a jail cell. Let's imagine what happens in a prison. I'd watch that as a whole movie. Do you think Madison's human hands could fit into the gloves of Gabriel's little pterodactyl hands? I don't think so. <laughs> No. We've seen that play out before. She'll be acquitted. <laughs> I, I, all I'm saying is, if I'm going to watch another one of these movies, there better be a second monster. I want a second monster. I've already seen this monster. Gabriel, too. new monster. Yeah, we get it. We get a, another Simeon hospital. Uh, yeah, there is a hospital of messed up kids. Where are they? Yeah. That's the movie X-Men. I want to see. There you X-Men go. X-Men. That's what we're thinking. Give me creepy. No, it's it's going to be better than X Men because it's not as. <laughs> X-Men's not as violent. It could it's it should have been. It's just one of its many shortcomings. It should be, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, in any case, that is... Oh, I didn't even get to this. Uh, I'm going to play um, Spelling Bee Judge. Uh, malignant comes from the late Latin malignare, which moved into malignant, which meant contriving or malicious, and then moved into, again, malignant, Likely to rebel against God or authority, mid sixteenth yeah. century. Um, which this movie rebelled against all just like the common, most popular horror tropes of like you know, it's an allegory for depression or like oh there are, the monsters are us all along. Like no, this one's just like legitimately well, just like the monster straight. was her all along. <laughs> right, but there's no not, like there's a nuance. Not in the no, ethical like, sense. There's a nuance though. Any other, you know, horror movie would have been like, oh, you know, it, it, it has something to do with her miscarriage. Da, da, da. Like, no, this is did, just straight. In a way. Well, right, but it's not <laughs> like a representation for a larger thing. They're not trying to make right. a statement about a woman's body or anything like that. It, no, they're just Gabriel, saying, Gabriel like, is an allegory for what the vaccine does to your DNA. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true. But it's it's like a straight, just like I've been telling people, like trying to pitch it, like it's like. S- similar to like the first Suspiria, it's a very like Jallo style movie in which the acting is very over the top. The buildup is slow and it doesn't have a lot of development in terms of like things that are like catching to the eye. But the last 20, 30 minutes are the most fun you'll have in a movie that year. Like Suspiria was very much this way. The Dario Argento Suspiria, like it's just, and the colors were bright. It was just like so shot so well. Um, how, it just looked incredible. How was this movie greenlit? Who at Warner Brothers was like, ah, oh, yes, the people who made, you know, Aquaman. I would love to greenlight this movie. It probably cost a lot of money. About a little Geo dude who lives in the back of someone's brain who runs around backwards. Like it had to have been a fluke. I'm glad it happened. I'm so glad it happened. Who okayed this movie? It had to have been like My one of those cases of like James Wan. <laughs> it had to have been one of those cases of like James Wan like yeah you know I made Fast 9 or what Fate of the Furious or whatever and I made Aquaman for y'all now I want to get back to my horror roots and I want to make this it's like my wife and I wrote this and I'm really excited about it I like the funding for this 
And Warner and Brothers did it, was like, well, sure. Yeah, it was, it was they did it drunk over a dinner, and they stamped it and said, yeah, sure. It was in the contract with <laughs> the other movies. It was like, okay, if I do this one, then you have to say yes when I right. ask about it. Anything? Pink. <laughs> this movie will have everything, I promise you. That was the pitch. It does have everything. We're going to drop an old lady down 800 feet of the clock tower. <laughs> We're going to drop her straight out of the sky. Sold. Done. Practical Make effect. <laughs> Make it funny. I'm just... And Madison's so the only one that movie. screams during that. There's a beat of silence, and then it's just her screeching. Like, no one else would yell <laughs> or, like, holler a little bit. Well, like, they've probably seen that before. Okay. <laughs> Not Detective Kakoa Shaw. Not that man's, Sydney. He's got ice cold blood. He is just steel. He fought the ghost of Ezio Auditore in the sewers of <laughs> Seattle. I think I think he can handle it. Can um, somebody please put that scene with uh, Genesis by Justice over it from the <laughs> Assassin's Creed trailer? Yes. <laughs> um, I asked this question on all the Chandrings. Uh, I guess since this is honorary, uh, we can fit it Chandrary. in. But we've <laughs> Chandrary, uh We've ranked in all of the uh, all of the films we've seen so far. We're keeping a running list. Where does this fit in? Uh, I think all of ours is one conjuring one, two, three in that order right nope. now. No, two, one, three, two, one. Oh, that's right, two, one, three for you. Where does this fit in uh, in your ranking? And Mal, have you seen the three conjuring films? I have, but it's been a while. I wouldn't be able to really rank them right now. But malignant, 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 malignant is at the top for me. Fair, absolute top. Like I tie it with two. Tie it with two. I'd also. I think I would tie it with two. It's. I had more fun watching this movie than I did with The Conjuring 2, but I mean, the, it's it's hard to... I, I know apples and oranges is so cliche, but like The Conjuring 2 is just like, this is a haunted ghost drama or like demon, like hunter drama, whereas Malignant's just like... They're like, crazy! Shit at the wall. It's, it's <laughs> fucking insane. It's that have episode fun. of The X-Files um, where they're at the, the Carney town in Florida. It's just that episode, but like, what if it was more evil? Yeah, and there was a, a scary backwards lady. <laughs> Well, there was the twin brother attached Us to a body, so. Oh, I haven't seen that episode. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't. I I think I'm also going to say with Will, like in terms of like James Wan's like horror output, I'd put this tied with Conjuring Two. So you put it in second place. Will puts it in first place. I also put it in second place. So. What a magical time, Mal! Thank you so much <laughs> for being on the episode we named after you. Thank you for having me on the episode you named after me. <laughs> oh, really? This movie is so much fun. I've thought about it nonstop since I watched it. I'll probably watch it tonight. It's, it's just like, it's been such a treat to like, you know, go and tell friends about it. And they watch it and they text you like, what the fuck did I just watch? And you're like, absolutely, right? <laughs> it's just, what an event movie for this year. It's it's truly a treat. Especially, again, want to reiterate the dog shit that was Devil Made Me Do It. Um, this was just... A delightful return. Not you know. I know James Wan didn't direct Devil Made Me Do It, but you know, like the Shond- the Conjuring universe just went. Meh. Um, <laughs> but Malignant came out, and you know, I, I felt empowered again. I was like, James Wan still got a baby. I'm, I don't care about Aquaman or the Fast and the Furious series yet, but his horror movies are great. Well, uh, still, this episode is going to be up on the Radish feed as well as on the Shondering feed as well. Uh, so you can go to the Shondring feed if you want to listen to just those. But uh, you probably found us on the Radish feed, in which case listen to Radish as well because we talk yeah. a lot about spooky movies. We talked about this one the other day. We had to be spoiler-free, though, because I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we go ahead and do plugs real quick? Yeah, now sure. do you want to lead us off? 
Oh. Mal, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Odebeck Voice. I also do a Hamtaro watch along podcast with friend of the show Gary, and you can find us there at Ham Radio the Pod on Twitter. Good time. Gary's actually uh, Gary's a friend of Radish. Gary's an enemy of Sean. Oh. so enemy yeah. of the show Gary. <laughs> my bad. My um, bad. <laughs> it's all good it's all good i just had to throw that in there uh i am tyler you can find me online at tyler from radish um find the radish podcast online at radish pod and we're all heads of the indie source network uh check out um ham radio check out radish check out all of the great uh, uh shows on indie source at indiesource.com or on twitter at indiesource.net you can find uh, uh me sean of the Shandering. At that Sean Barry on Twitter, Sean and Barry everywhere else. Um, I would in- encourage you, if especially if you're listening to a movie-specific podcast, follow me on Letterbox. I am going through like we are having such a uh, a flourishing, spooky pre-October like movie watching. You know, we're trying to get a movie in as almost every night, um, and I'm reviewing all of them in brief little sentences on Letterbox. So far, it's been great. We've been watching some solid stuff, no doozies yet, which has been a delight. Uh, and I'm Will. You can find me at Will from online. Uh, I'm actually doing a Halloween themed thing. Uh, I've, I've already started it. If you're listening to this, I am going to listen to the Monster Mash on Twitter Live every day for a year. Um, Jesus. Or until I'm committed or no longer depressed. Those are the three conditions. Um, so for a year. So for a year. <laughs> so we're committed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. So you can find me there and uh. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be fun though. You know, if uh, uh, if there's a Publix nearby you, the Monster Mash cereal is two for one right now. A Publix, yeah, a Publix. So you could there's Monster Mash cereal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's saw it today. It's just Frankenberry. It's just Frankenberry and Booberry and uh, Count Chocula all in one box. Is it? Is that what it <laughs> is? Is it just like? I don't and know. They mash it. <laughs> is it like, yeah. Is it just someone took a bag of all three and just like punched it and like you poured the milk in it and immediately just like soggy. Gabriel has been serialified and he's a <laughs> very sharp and jagged thing you can put in your mouth with milk. Yes. He's like he's always like Captain Crunch. Yeah, Captain Crunch. That's his uh, that's his handle on Twitter is Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch. You get a little excellence knife and in, inside it every box. <laughs> Helps you slice over the toy, bag. Yeah, a toy in every box, and it's just a really long excellence knife. It's like 10 inches long, 12 inches long. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. May your excellence knife always be sharp. <laughs> Thanks Bye. for listening, everyone. Thanks for having me on. Bye. <laughs>